nice. Second. Oh, uh, welcome. Oh, welcome. To Save Homekins. To Save Homekins. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We are married. We live in Los Angeles and we're staying home together. That's right. We're doing a quarantine podcast still. I mean, are we still quarantining? I mean, is it like, it's like we're staying at home. Yeah, what do we call this exactly? I call it more staying at home if you can't, like, <laughs> opting out of society. <laughs> Hey, we're on the grid. We are just keeping to ourselves. Mm. We love the grid. We love the grid, don't we, folks? Wait, did you take our photo for Instagram? No, I didn't. You want me to do it <gasps> now? We've never done it live before. Oh, my God. Um, we were just jamming out to some Dolly Parton. But now, this is a hilarious thing that happened to us. This is married life, guys. <laughs> no, this is middle-aged life. All right. Because we, we had the same conversation we had the same identical. <laughs> we had the same identical conversation, uh, months apart. Where's your drink? Oh, it's here. Well, move it so I can see it, honey. Put it in the on the on the corner of the thing. Okay. There we go. All right. Do you I see what I live? With? It's like my Instagram. Do you see what I live with, everybody? <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> I mean, this is why you're not my Instagram husband. <laughs> because Wait, <laughs> because I'm so good at composition? Mm. Ah. Mm. <laughs> so we hear this song called Travel and Prayer. Yeah. And we're like, this is good. It's by Dolly Parton. But right? it's a cover. She's, it's a cover. Dolly Parton's covering it. It's great. We're, we're thinking, this is an awesome song. Such a familiar song. Like, we know all the words. We know this song. Where does it come from? And I was like, oh, you know what? I think it's Mike Nesmith. I think he wrote this because he wrote some sort of country songs for the monkeys. I don't remember that, but okay. Well, they're, they're there. Well, I'm going to look them up after this. You should. And we looked it up, and it turns out it was Billy Joel. And guess what? <laughs> We've done this before. Like, like <laughs> literally like three months ago. I was like, who sang this first? Although the Mike Nesmith thing was a new wrinkle. That was a new. Is this, are we living in Bly Manor, do you think? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I do We're know, dream hopping. I do know that if, you li- if you're like confined, your brain can deteriorate. Like, yeah. There's like brain plasticity <laughs> and stuff. I'm proof of that. Like brain I'm elasticity. St- oh, elasticity. See, it's happening. <laughs> Here's the thing, you y'all. You went to the doctor and said my brain's losing plastic. <laughs> I mean, why not? What simulation are we in? <laughs> I'm on my week. Okay, so we tried to start. If I- this is a simulation, yeah, does that mean that there is a like Matrix style? There's a real existence somewhere else. Like, what about all the boring shit that happens? I don't know. Did this? Co- I know this came up on the podcast before, or it was on another podcast I was on. Perhaps. The, look, Did the anybody else read this book when they were a kid <laughs> called... <laughs> Dianetics. <laughs> <laughs> that was for school. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, your textbook of Dianetics. <laughs> it was called... I know that I swear um, this is like the Billy Joel thing. I'm saying the same things over and over again. Mm-hmm. If you just say we have newcomers to the podcast. Welcome. And they and they'll be like, I just binged everything. I'm all caught up. And I'm and I'm like, oh, now they know that we're just recycling 
conversation. <laughs> so when I think we're pretty good about that. I don't I, think we do. Okay, it too so much. I'm about to bring something up that I think I've that's brought. Also, that's also hey, welcome to podcasting. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, <laughs> it it is called Alan Mendelson, the boy from Mars. Did anyone read that? I've heard of it, never read it. I think there's simulations <laughs> in nice, <laughs> nice long pull. Pull off my weekend. Uh, I okay, so anyway, it was like I really liked it when I read it, but as I said before, I was a kid, mm-hmm. so I can't speak to whether or not it holds up or not. Right. But it had like a whole thing, like an alternate universe situation. Shit. This is this was for school you read this? No. No, you this was for pleasure. I just read for fun a lot. Okay. I'm so, not I'm not saying did you ever re- <laughs> <laughs> But I hated reading for school. Sure. I hated it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't this is what, why you, fucking who loves reading Ethan Frome? I didn't eat, I didn't read that shit. I did there's a lot anything. I didn't read and fate through. Sure, absolutely. Do you think I read the Red Badge of Courage? <laughs> <laughs> because I got news for my seventh grade teacher. Oh shit! This is I a, did what's not the statute of limitations. I did not read the red badge of courage. You're already I, off the. By rails. the way, it, it is so hot here. Here's what happened. Okay, so I got like. A, <laughs> Here's I got, the story, everyone. <laughs> buckle in. I got a little wild hair, and I was like, I think we were. We had to go to the store today, all masked and distanced. Had to go pick up some supplies. Yes. And um, so I'm grabbing stuff left and right mm-hmm. at, at the grow. And she was like, I'm supermarket sweep this chick. <laughs> I was like, you get in, you get out, you do, you know, you da da da. And I was like, I got this wild hair, and I was like, I saw this ginger beer, and I was like, mmm, I'm going to have me a Moscow mule. That's what I'm going to have me tonight. That's right, because you're a Russian tonight. pot. Tonight. <laughs> Giuliani told me to do it. <laughs> Someone told him. I don't know. Did you see? Like, I just saw a thing on Twitter where <laughs> they they acquired these like texts from Joe Biden to Hunter Biden. I and, saw that right before we were like starting, yeah. so I didn't have a full grasp. They're like the sweetest thing in the world, and they're like the this. It's like, look at this guy. He's an addict. And the the texts are like, Dad, I'm sorry I let you down and I'm hurting your campaign. And Joe Biden's saying, I love you, my beautiful son. (laughs) And Giuliani's like, look at this. Do you want a dad like this? Because vote for us instead. Uh, Giuliani's daughter has endorsed Biden. I heard, yeah. She endorsed Hillary in 2016. It's not her fault who her dad is. It's nobody's fault. It's who's any who your pa- who your family is. That's a good point. I'm saying well, you can't choose fault. your family. It is the parents' fault. Well, because they brought you. I'm just saying you don't choose your blood. No, exactly. Love. Proof that we're in a simulation. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, I'll Boy get this Moscow Mars. Mule. Yeah, I'll get this ginger beer. So I mix it up with the vodka. Uh, no. It didn't work out. No, that ginger beer was strong. Oh, here's the thing. It was kind of like trying to be like a Blenheim's. I don't know if y'all know Blenheim's. It's like this ginger ale from South Carolina where I'm from. And oh, I don't know. Do you know Blenheim's? <laughs> it's really hot. I don't know if you know Blenheim's. It's a hot ginger it ale burns from your South mouth. Carolina. It burns your mouth and it's good. Yeah. But this was like some fake ass Blenheim's. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out with the vodka. And I was like, no. So I just went back to regular old soda do you think what 
what is it always ginger beer that goes in a Moscow Mule? I believe it is ginger beer. Yes, ginger beer. Um, is ginger ale not a substitute? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And then like chipped ice in a copper thing. And I was right. just doing regular ice in a glass because I don't, I'm not a full service. <laughs> we do have some copper mugs. Not oh, yeah, copper, I think we, we did get little, a tin, like a copper. We have tin mugs that are like, that's, for I think Moscow that's when you make a Kentucky mule. I think that's called a Kentucky mule. With what? Ginger ale? I think there's there's a variant of the Moscow mule called the Kentucky mule that you can serve in a tin cup. Here's the thing, y'all. But I forget what the difference the ingredients is. We're not um, a cocktail literate. Hey, guess what? Whoever told you that this was a cocktail <laughs> podcast was lying. Like, we don't know. Like, lit- like I like to go out and, ha- and be like, oh, I'll try this fancy thing or whatever. I cannot replicate. Like, that is not my thing. Fuck no, we're not those people. And half the time, I don't like any sugar in my stuff. That's why those things are kept other places. Mm-hmm. That's a reason for us to leave here. Now, I don't drink, like, high sugar sh- stuff. Should we have explored craft cocktails during this time? That would have been yeah. a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just more calories. I mean, I've been packing on the pounds this entire pandemic. Oh, me too. I'm the heaviest I've ever been. I don't, I'm not the heaviest I've ever been, but... Get, get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, uh, here's something I don't know our listeners know, but I actually did get a little heavy, and then last year I did a, I went on sort of a health journey, mm-hmm. and through that journey, I ended up losing over 20 pounds. So I got, like, you know, right with myself or yep. whatever, Um <laughs> so, but also, you know, Hashimoto's, blah, blah, blah. Like, I got on thyroid, whatever. So, that was like a whole situation where I was really not, you know, my body wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I did that last year and I was feeling pretty healthy. And then when the pandemic hit, like, it was like off the rails. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard. It's been like. A combination of comfort eating and stress eating. Yes. Uh, Now, can I throw into this mix for (laughs) me personally? What? Depression eating. (laughs) I haven't got... A different thing. I haven't gotten there yet, (laughs) thankfully. I'm going to... I got to figure out something to do because uh, my gym is open, but I can't imagine... Yeah. That just seems like asking for trouble. Well, we do... I mean, we are... It's dry. It's nothing but droplets all over the place. We are fortunate that we live in Southern California and we can take advantage of the outdoors. Although we did take a walk today and it was so fucking hot. Yeah. I almost passed out. I was like... Silver Lake Reservoir. It was like 96 degrees or whatever. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, I understand... Yeah, and I used to go to like a yoga studio and mm-hmm. stuff, and now I do stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. By the way, I should plug my little YouTube yoga. Sure. I love Fightmaster Yoga on YouTube. She's fantastic, Leslie Fightmaster. Leslie Fightmaster. Yeah. Now that can't. What's where's that listening. name coming from? Well, it's funny because I mentioned it to Ben Acker, and he was like, "I know someone named." Such and such fight. She, he's like had a friend with with that n- last name, and I was like, maybe they're related, and they weren't. That's very weird. Is it like, I don't know. Like, is it was it a designated name? Like, like people who fight. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like Smith used to mean blacksmith. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> That's what Haddad means. Did you know that? Arabic, yeah, I did Arabic know that. for blacksmith. Smith. Yeah. It's common, very common. I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. to move the mic away from your mouth just a little bit. Mm. Jesus. Guess everyone's getting to know how the sausage gets made. <laughs> But see how I have mine. I said I don't. I mean, not every. <laughs> here's the thing about being a human being. Oh, tell me. Every. You know, I'm the boy from Mars. I'd love to know. <laughs> everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different approaches. Everyone has different values. Everyone has different life experiences. Spoken like a true NPC. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Non-playing character. That's the thing that the the people on the right like to call people. Oh, is that what I am? Honey, that is not what you are. I don't care. I, um, people who call people names, like, what is that? What is your wound? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because. Like, what is that? You do see it on Twitter where it's like all of a sudden everyone is using this term, uh, this like derisive term. And people latch onto it the so NPC quickly. The NPC thing, you mean? Yeah, that or other. There's been other things in the past. Cuck, when people were calling everybody a cuck all the time. <laughs> and then I guess they don't do that so much anymore. It's fucking ridiculous. I it's it's. Uh, I don't understand what that dopamine hit is to your to your neurons or whatever. I mean, your I guess brain. if if you are not somebody who is great at thinking up your own stuff, it is great to have. A sort of uh, a guy, a phrase book that you can use and feel like you're really sticking it to somebody. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Well, well, what's funny to me is always the the insult that is only an insult within that community. Uh-huh. So it's like, well, I don't know what that is. You're calling <laughs> me like you can call me a cuck all you want. Like it doesn't do anything. Like I've been called snowflake before. Not yeah. a lo- not in a long time. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's like that doesn't hurt my feelings or make me feel bad. Like that's a thing that you decided was a bad thing to yeah, call I've been someone. Called, like latte liberal. Or <laughs> well, that makes my blood limousine boil. liberal, which is funny to me. Did somebody call you a limousine liberal? Sure. This is exciting. I've never Here's been called one. But what's funny is I don't drive a limousine. <laughs> So, the joke's on you. Do you think that they're accusing you of being the driver of the limousine? I don't know. They're they're implying that, that you I'm sit a rich, in the back of a limousine. I'm a rich ass, you know. Yes, you're a rich bitch. Who I'm a care? rich bitch who who espouses who I'm only in it for the culture wars. That's I don't right. care about policies. But you're not going to take refugees into your home, <laughs> right? Right. They're not going to be inviting your limousine. Bitch. Rich bitch. You're just a rich bitch. I'm just a rich bitch that is in my blue bubble. <laughs> I'll probably see Ron Howard's Hillbilly Elegy on opening night. Oh, dear. <laughs> is that a theatrical release or is that a... I don't uh, know. Nothing's theatrical, is it? Tenant, that was it. Tenant, I think no, I think there was something else with there because part certain other parts of the world have. I think in London they just had the the Prince Charles Theater just reopened, I believe, or it's it's about to. But they're getting surge, they're resurging in Europe. Did you know that? 
Yeah, I know. Look, I didn't tell them to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be open. I mounted a letter writing campaign that to much the queen. longer. <laughs> um, here's the thing mm. about name calling. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's done. It's over. Like, it's not, there's no sparkle to it anymore. You know, I think it's done. <laughs> You know, it was great for a while. I feel you know, like it, in the previous decade, mm-hmm. sure, it was fun for a little while. What? Well, now you're <laughs> like getting into like, we're in the 20s. We're getting, we're, we're head first into the 20s now. So I think it's. What were some of the great name calls that from the previous decade that we all enjoyed so much? Oh my god! I just we just like we just like went through them all. Cuck, snowflake, limousine, liberal latte. But you're saying? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I thought you were saying ten years ago we went through a, a place where name calling was a lot of fun. No, I'm saying the Over decade. The past ten years, I the decade now. of that. Okay, I get it. Form now. of communication. I see what you're saying is I get it. Caveman level now. Yeah, it's it's, it's Neanderthal. Stupid. No, it's but it's always been stupid. Um. Let me change the subject. Oh, okay. With... <laughs> I, I feel like we explored it. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. So today in the mail, mm-hmm. we got an envelope from my cousin Joan. Oh, yeah. Back yes. in Philly. Very sweet cousin Joan. Joan, she's one of the best people that I've ever known. She's yes. a wonderful person. And she wrote us a letter saying how much she loved the podcast. I she know the podcast. that was uh, that was a pleasant surprise. Yes, and she <laughs> sent us a couple of masks. Which I is know. Really nice. We'll take a. We'll, I'll make sure I put a picture of the. Masks. Okay. Okay. But I I was reminded, like back in this was back in March. Okay. When everything was was really intense, like really intense, and we were like, "What's happening?" And sure. we we're all staying inside and. And she's a nurse. And so I texted her and said, hey, I've been thinking of you. I hope you're doing okay during all this. And I want you to know that I admire you so much. Mm-hmm. And she wrote back, ditto. Aww. And I was like, oh, that's so wonderful. And she said, you're in such a bad place, too. And I was like, huh. Mm. All your students you are in charge of. We do the best <laughs> we can, right? And then I realized she's not. T- she's talking to the wrong person. <laughs> You don't have any students? And she wrote, she, she went on. I'm not going to read the, the rest of it because it's very nice. She, then she wrote, oops. So, so sorry. I was talking to Patrick, her brother, and I got to hit the wrong stream. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I felt like, you know what? I am, I am yeah, admirable like for being for an you. entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> Who can't entertain people right now? But. Uh, but Patrick That's is a teacher. Funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that really made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the teachers. A lot of teachers listen shout to Shout out to the teachers. Shout out to the nurses. The nurses. And we've heard from essential workers and. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. And shout out to Joan. I love you. Shout out to Joan. Thank you for the masks. Thank you for listening. Yes. So what else is going on? I'm getting a COVID test tomorrow morning. That's right. You're doing a commercial. Yeah, okay, so here's something <laughs> funny. I booked a commercial, like, yesterday or whatever, and 
Um, I have not attended an audition in person since early March. So everything has been either like a pre-tape, I do at home with Paul. He loves helping me with the audition tapes. Or one time Joel had to FaceTime the lines because you were not around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm taping myself. Or like through Zoom or Blue Jeans, which you've mentioned before that my oh, friend. Because my friend Catherine calls it Blue Janies. But like, but so anyway. Dungarees. <laughs> so, and I was like, is this even real? Like this whole system, this new system, is it even real? And and then it was like, oh, yeah, you're working on set next week. And you have to go to a drive through COVID tomorrow, which is fine. I'm glad that that is the protocol for this job because that means they are actually taking it seriously. Yes. Now, do you think of the drive through COVID, there's going to be like cute girls on roller skates? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a One, sh- two, three o'clock, four o'clock a rock. chocolate shake. <laughs> and then I'm going to sneeze on a, on a Q-tip. Sneeze on a Q-tip! I don't know what kind of COVID test. <laughs> is that one? No, I've never heard of that no, one. No, that's not one. I like that, though. They make you sneeze. <laughs> you, have to, you have to aim it at this Q-tip. No, you drive through and you shove a Q-tip up your nose. Now, you might get the brain toucher. You might get <laughs> the, the spit toucher. test where you spit into a thing. And they're yeah, like, from what I understand, it's like, nope, more spit. You have to keep going. I don't going. know that many people who've done the spit one. That I don't seems either. like a, that's a unicorn COVID test. <sighs> Look, we're all looking for that one. They might take your blood even. What? I have not heard of that. Well, I guess that's if you're doing antibodies, not... I don't know. Not the dry... I don't know what I'm doing. I just had to fill out a form and it said nose or blood or something like that. Nose or blood. What's it going to be? <laughs> so, what do you mean it said nose or blood? That piece of paper right there said... I'll I'm not it. asking where it's written down. I'm saying what does it mean? Double rainbow. Oh, <laughs> Double rainbow. What does it mean? What does it mean? That guy died. I know. You know, what? You know what? I think he died this year, he and did. I think it was like a twenty. It was like one of the twenty twenty hits that kept on. Yeah. Coming. He had, he had a nice life. He really appreciated things. It <laughs> says I'm authorizing testing for COVID nineteen. Through a nasopharyngeal swab or blood draw. Blood draw. That's what it says. I can't. That's it's going to be nasopharyngeal. It's yeah. going to be nasopharyngeal. But, but I mean, wait. Did you did you get to choose which one? No. It's just I'm signing like I'm fine with any bodily fluids they want to take from me. Honey, what if they make you a human centipede? I don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't see that. Thank God. Now you see them. You didn't see where it says we also make you a human centipede. (laughs) Now you see where I crossed out my name because I put my first in the last box and my last in the first box. I hate doing that. And that that is so embarrassing. That is now you see that I've done that. It's mortifying. And then I did. I like. I don't just cross out with a line. I do like. You know, like those documents that oh, look, yeah, you that do, like, look government redacted. redacted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Full on black box. <laughs> That's how I do. That is. That That's is, how I do, though. I absolutely hate doing that on some kind of official form. If I realize, like, oh, I've been, I've been writing in the box in the wrong box. <laughs> I thought the address went above this line, not below the line. These things need to be uniform. Yeah, I hate it. 
All right, so tell me more stuff about about you. Well, it's so been a while since we've seen each other. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've decorated for the holidays. Oh, yes. You've gone all out. I've gone all out. How Even, do you feel about it? I feel like okay with it mm-hmm. because I feel like it's good for the neighborhood kids mm-hmm. to have the situation going somebody posted on next door today how much they appreciated that people were decorating for halloween oh was it you under a <laughs> fake it name? was me <laughs> a fake name. <laughs> what fake name did you use tall, um tall pumpkins <laughs> um i think i'm good with it i mean i don't see we don't need more <laughs> like more is coming every day is what is happening here's the thing paul and i like this show at Christmas. I think we've talked about it before on Twitter for sure. We may, yes, we may have. Yeah. The Great Christmas Light Fight. Yeah, you like it, I think, more than I do. I love it. <laughs> you like it. I like it. My feeling is I just want to get to the end. <laughs> I want to get to the part where we see all the fucking lights lit up. I don't want to interview these people for 20 minutes and find out. You know, like how they got the tradition. They all sound kind of the same. They're all strange mm, people. They're very <laughs> They're strange people. Every now and then there's someone like super strange and they're the best ones, in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. Here's the thing with the great Christmas light. First of all, it's hosted by like a cute girl and a cute guy, and I'm and I'm every year I tweet, I'm like Guys, me and Paul are available. That's right. We could totally host the Great Christmas Light Fight. And I'm not trying to, like, kick them off the show or anything. I'm just saying, like, maybe they want to move on. Maybe they'll get, like, a bigger gig. Maybe, like, they don't want to be locked into the Great Christmas. Well, here's the thing. We've done zero investigation. But Mm -hmm. I, they feel to me like they are people from another type of show like that that also No, I think they're from, like, the Food Network or something. Food Network? They wouldn't Maybe. be on HGTV. They're this is an ABC show. Yeah, you don't think that they own something? Oh, underneath? I'm sure they do, but I'm saying why would it be the food? Network? I don't know. They're just oh, like HGTV. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because more home, more yes. home <laughs> and garden. <laughs> we sent Nigella Lawson to judge these Christmas. Well, lights. all I know is <laughs> I. Okay, so like basically, if you you've got to watch the Great Christmas Light Fight because it is like, it is it's uh, it only comes on once a year, it runs in December. That's right. There, there's multiple episodes, but it's it's not yeah. it's not a year round show. And and some people in the world in America, they go all over America. Um, some people like oh cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. If you didn't hear Cuckoo last week, it's because Cuckoo came out while we were recording an ad. It was, embar- it was like, people probably really, they missed it. They missed out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know. I, I know I know a lot of people, Cuckoo's like the fifth character. <laughs> okay. Well, New York is the fifth character. Cuckoo's like the sixth character. Oh, we got to talk about Emily and pa- Okay, oh, but sure. anyway. So, anyway. So, um, so, anyway, there are some people who... They have like such a such an extensive Christmas situation going on that they like I don't think they can like live in their house. Yeah. 
Like they, there's like one room that they maybe live in and yeah. then they'll have like tours. Like people in the neighborhood look forward to our house oh, yeah, every year. Because they decorate the inside as well. Some people decorate yeah. the inside as well. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that, remember the Mickey Mouse people? Yeah. Well, ABC. Yeah. ABC. But they did like they did not <laughs> they just, really. not just a crazy mess of Christmas, but Mickey Mouse Christmas, Disney Christmas. And it was like, don't decorate the bathroom. <laughs> well, remember the one where they you even had, put a candle in there. Remember you know the I mean? one where they had like all the Christmas trees, like every area was all Christmas mm-hmm. trees, and there was like a Christmas tree in the toilet. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> on the tank, like you could still use the toilet. It wasn't like coming up out of the bowl. <laughs> But and what here's what's funny about these families or homes that do this is they're completely there's zero irony. Like it is pure It's irony free. Yeah, it Absolutely. is it, it is like pure like intensity. Yes. Like there there's no like sense of humor. Yes. Like sometimes they have cute like matching sweatshirts that are like, you know, the Tompkinses or whatever you know, and it's like they often have <laughs> Yeah. But not with our name. but then it's like but then it's like they really don't have there's no like irony or or sardonic like it is like it's like we have to it's like every year comes around and there's a a burning intensity of like this is our thing yeah like we we do this and we start uh, the day after uh, uh, this is our storage unit. We've been collecting this for like, you know, and they're paying like thousands of dollars and like electric bills and stuff. And, 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 um, and so the great Christmas light fight, like it does have like a competition kind of element to the show. Yeah. Ultimately somebody wins the somebody great Christmas wins light fight. I don't the know that we've light. ever, I don't recall no, ever every episode. That. Someone wins. Oh, every episode. episode somebody wins. Okay. All right, but then there's their like eventually the final. A, 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 I think they face off of in champions. the final. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we just watch and that? And I think they win like fifty thousand dollars or something, and it's probably barely covers the electric bill. Oh my god, they're already <laughs> in the hole so much from all the shit that they bought. And it, it's like I don't know, like sometimes, and then you're sitting on your couch. You're literally like sitting on your couch in fucking you know extra stretchy pants, eating whatever. Like, uh, I can't believe they. They use LED on that. <laughs> you know, like what? <laughs> you do end up developing opinions about things. Like uh, somebody. Who oh, used... the one episode where they got, he, they, people use blow molds and we've never just, heard that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> they said that the term blow mold so many times. We're like, what are they saying? <laughs> what the word was. So I've been collecting blow molds for years and uh, we, we got blow mold here, blow mold there, blow mold there. What, what like, is he saying? He was like New Yorker, Jersey. So his accent was making it like blow mold, blow mold, blow mold, blow mold, blow mold. And then we were it's like, like does he not fuck? know the word and he's trying to bullshit them? <laughs> also, in the scheme of the great Christmas light fight, blow molds, blow molds. Blow molds? <laughs> Are are the least impressive uh, exactly. tool. These, tool. If you're not familiar, blow molds are, of course, those molded plastic They're like things that are lit They're probably from like covered in lead or like asbestos. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking like this is probably not good to have around. They are the most toxic Christmas decorations. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Have. It's like, but they still they make new ones. They still make new ones. Mm-hmm. You know, when we last year we discovered when we discovered our Christmas lights the uh, the, oh, um, the Wi Fi ones the Wi Fi lights. 
Game changer. Paul got the Wi-Fi lights and it was like. They're called Twinkly. I highly recommend they, them. You get an app. You, it, Who told us about them? Was it Matt Martin, and Amanda? Mar- oh, it was Matt and Amanda. Matt and Amanda. I wasn't. Yeah, it was Matt and Amanda. Matanda. Matt and Amanda. Matanda. Matanda. And uh, because they're big Christmas heads. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> also big Halloween heads. Oh, yeah. They have that like dinosaur skeleton thing in their yes, yard. Yes, yes. They decorated their backyard. That made me put some lights oh, up in yeah, the backyard, the, the, too. It's yeah, like yeah. if you're going to be spending that much time out there, why not? Their, anyway. Their yard blows our yard away, but that's well, a different situation. That's a different situation. This is not the great yard fight. <laughs> So um, talk about keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> we have a yard that is just a little bigger than the table that we have in the yard. <laughs> um, and they they're designing their yard like to mimic a literally a national. Park. <laughs> yeah, they have a big yard. <laughs> um, they anyway, a pool and they painted a shark on the bottom of their pool. So way too nice. Like it's way too. It's nice. be- they have a beautiful home. Anyway. They uh, so they told us about these lights, Twinkly, which um, are LED lights. They're smart lights, like the Hue Philips Hue lights or whatever that you control from your phone. <laughs> There's a billion different settings and stuff like that, and I was so happy with them. They're really nice. They're really nice, and they were on sale. We went. Oh, yeah, so we went I downtown to that Christmas downtown. Emporium. What the fuck is the name of that Max's place? Maxes or something, or Maxines or something. I don't know that place. It's a weird name. I'd never heard of it, but it's Ugh. essentially it's Y'all. like it's a home um, uh, uh, craft store, and at Christmas they have. Everything, everything, and it's it's so much fun to walk around. They have there. a giant martini glass. I made Paul take a picture of me with. That was fun. <laughs> I was a bit of an Instagram husband that day. It was. It's, I was like, I was like, look at this giant martini glass, and then I posed for. But they had a a more than life size <laughs> version of the snowman from the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh special. yeah. That place. Like bigger than life size. It's like kind this of place unnerving. is huge. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it's huge. Like there's two entrances. Yes. One on each side, a different city block. Yeah. Or whatever. And it is insane how much Christmas stuff is in there. Yeah. And I, went and I back, bet they have Halloween. I went back after Christmas. I know. And you bought more stuff on sale. Because those lights got marked down further. They went down like 70, another couple strings. 70% off or something. But it's, it's so, it really... We got some jingle bells for the door, like that you put on the doorknob, <laughs> like stuff like that. Anyway, it's, f- it's so fun. my whole thing with Paul decorating, even though I like I have like, you know, I'm a little bit more like, let's edit because I feel like Paul is literally like one string of lights away from the great Christmas light. Fine. Disagree. That's my whole sort of disagree. Disagree. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. How long is the slide, though? <laughs> I'm telling you, you're acting like you get Wi-Fi this year. You get two strings of Wi-Fi lights one year, and then the next year we're like, you know, lined up from for some cattle call audition. Okay, for- <laughs> now I didn't want to have to do this. <laughs> Who requested? The Candy Cane Lane. I requested the Candy Cane Lane, but that's... <laughs> I find that a tasteful... It's a tasteful rendering. Of what? Of christmas salady. Christmas... christmas salady. Yes. Yes. You think a Candy Cane Lane... <laughs> yes. Which is two 
rows on uh, either side of our walkway yes. of candy canes. Also, Light, there's up a practical canes. reason. It's, it, you know, it gets darker earlier. You get Christmas cards. The, the mail delivery comes later. It's a, it is a lit pathway for our dear uh, brothers and sisters in the United States Postal oh Service. My, you're laying it on thick. Because I don't want them to trip on our walkway. Okay. I forgot how altruistic you were about the candy cane lane. <laughs> you said, Paul, we need this for safety. I want our home to be a Christmas death trap. I want a fake tree that, and Paul will not. Man, that's hard. That's hard for me. That's is very it? hard for me. Yeah, it I'm is. I'm getting another drink. This is okay. This is too much. <laughs> well, why don't we take a break? We're at, we're at break time. <laughs> oh, we are? Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to take oh, a break. we don't have a sponsor. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Literally. <laughs> we're back. What are you laughing at? Because you were like, you're <laughs> you were laughing at me. I said... <laughs> <laughs> Because you sat down, you had your fresh drink. Yeah, I got my fr- I freshened. I up. had my finger over the button to to bring yeah. us back in. Yeah. I said, "Are you ready?" And you said, "Almost." Mm-hmm. But it was a mystery as to what <laughs> else needed to happen. <laughs> I had to d- I had to center myself. Right, and now you're centered. <laughs> so when um like are do other people have to like center themselves? Before they do something. <laughs> uh, honest answer, Sometimes, no. Really? <laughs> no. Sometimes I have to like kind of center myself and be like, okay. Of course. Yes, I get that. <laughs> do, other... do other people ever take a moment or no? <laughs> they just charge right in? I just, uh, I hope people are doing okay out there. It's been... Um, an 17 hours and 14 days <laughs> since you went away. Since you took your love away. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were listening to Peace Train. Oh, we were listening to Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Peace Train. Hey, Peace Train. All right. So, um, yeah, it's been. It turns out it was a Billy Joel song. <laughs> no, that one was James Taylor. No, it was not. Are you serious right now? It's not. No. James Taylor, no. Yeah. No. Yes. James Taylor never put that much energy into a song in his life. What are you talking Cat about? Cat Stevens, honey. Use of oh his Oh, my God. Lung. That's what I meant to say. Well, you didn't say it. You I... said James Taylor. <laughs> and everybody heard it. When I said the words <laughs> James and Taylor in my mind... I was saying, cat, like I was seeing. I, that is always the weirdest thing. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I've had that. I've called people by the wrong name. I did. I know. I'm the and they've said, uh, "You said, why did you call me that?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "You called me Victoria." And I was like, "I have no recollection of doing that." <laughs> it's like, well, I think in a weird way, like James Taylor and Cat Stevens. Are kind of like similar to me yeah, in of terms of style. Yes, 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 exactly. yes, yes, yes. The yes. ones, the ones that I think are most often confused are Jim Croce and Cat Stevens. Oh, is that right? I think so. I think because they maybe sort of looked alike, even a little bit. Hmm. But like, okay, for real though, for real though, and then throw Harry Chapin in there. 
Well, we've already covered Harry Chapin. We have. Okay. <laughs> We're so, on the record with Harry Chapin. The, for real, though, Cat Stevens, like, is a zaddy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm using that word correctly. I've Didn't heard know it. you'd ever heard it. <laughs> I mean, like, he's like, I don't know, old or right. old. And like he like re-released like peace. Tr- like he's like totally like 45 seeming. I'm t- you're, you're saying he, he looks like he could be 45, but obviously he's much older. That's what I'm trying to say. Am I not being clear? <laughs> I'm just I think you're being clear. I'm just clarifying for myself. <laughs> I'm saying like the guy is. You're like, saying he looks good. He's like the found. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay, Jesus. Uh, Let me see. I want to look him up and see what he looks like now. <laughs> he's like releasing. He's like doing like a re-release of his music under Yusuf Islam, like like or something. I don't know. Like it's like a whole thing. He's got like he's like totally like killing it. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Well, I mean, is have you? Hmm. This is your zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy looks 45 to you. <laughs> I say it's Did you see a picture of him when he was 45? <laughs> but with today's Let date? Let me try to like clarify. Um, I'm saying maybe there's more of an uh, essence. To be, to be fair. To, and more of an essence. To be fair, he does look good. That's what I'm trying he to does say. Look good. He does look good. I don't, know, I don't know if I'd look at this guy and say, he's got to be 45. But uh, he has an essence, though. He has a youthful, like, he was not... How cute he was. He was a cutie pie. No, he was pretty cute. He was a cutie pie. He was way cute. I'm just saying, like, I was, you know, <laughs> kind of surprised <laughs> by how well he has entered into this chapter of his life. <laughs> <laughs> my god <laughs> this makes it sound like i've got something for god yeah it does <laughs> but i <laughs> it, literally it absolutely makes it sound like <laughs> literally <that>. have no <laughs> i really don't have a dog in this fight i was just trying to <laughs> what made you how did we get here <laughs> i'm just trying to say i'm trying to pay the man a compliment and it feels like I, it just took it took on a life that, uh, that was not really what it was. You know who's hot? Cat Stevens. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I'm not, no. My point was like he had a like a, a vitality to him. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ! What you got this from a still photo? That was like I saw him interviewed. Oh, okay. This I sounds like inter- this sounds like a CBS Sunday morning if ever I've heard it, one. You know what? It does, doesn't it? How, why do they do that? I love CBS. I love show. CBS Sunday morning, and it's the bougiest thing on the planet, man. It is man. like so bouge bouge. But, that but you know, I'm into it. I hated that show when I was a kid. I liked it as a kid. Oh, I hated it. Okay, because I like Charles Osgood. Sure. Found out. Dude had like a wife and no, everything. No, not Charles Osgood. Oh God, sorry. It was the guy. Oh, who's the original host? The, that's who I'm trying to talk yes. about. 
now his Kralt. name. Charles Kralt, yes. So I grew up on CBS anymore. Like, so Charles Kralt, and he'd like get in I his, did too, against my will. his van, and he'd like go around the country, and he'd be like, we're going to find America and everything, and it was like awesome, and he'd like find America or whatever. <laughs> Dude had a wife in every port. He was a bigamist. He had several <laughs> families. He was a bigamist. He was it's a bigamist. wild. And he, if That's you look he, at like, him. And then you, like, he, now you realize he pitched that to the head of CBS <laughs> News so that he could keep an eye on all his different families. It's And if you look at him, he's the he looks last like, person like you would your suspect. college professor. Yes. Oh, it's so, it's such a wild story. <laughs> it's such a wild story. And then, totally crazy. So, ear-splitting trumpet. This is crazy. Ear, it begins with an ear-splitting trumpet. They talk to some people, a <laughs> little bit of news, and then at the end, there's a waterfall. <laughs> well, yeah. And I object to some of their recent additions, their modernizations. Like what? Well, I didn't want to have to say it on the air. <laughs> Let's get it out there. <laughs> okay, for a while, they were doing this segment called the fast draw these two dudes like edit together drawing a, oh, like explaining yeah. something like i was a fucking child and <laughs> <laughs> i watch the show because i'm a kid i watch because i'm an old person exactly. old people you know what i'm TV. saying exactly yeah i like my old people tv and i don't want to be infantilized so i fast forward through that you did call I, catch I, daddy <laughs> That's what happens when you watch CBS Sunday morning. <laughs> Run me over with the peace train, Zaddy. <laughs> I'm going to spit out my vodka. Don't do it. All right. I have to. This is going to be controversial. Oh, here we go. Sometimes Jim Gaffigan contributes. Mm-hmm. That's another fast forward for me. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, he's very funny. He's very funny. I'm just saying it's not what I'm there for. No. And here's the thing. <laughs> Those humor pieces on CBS Sunday Morning, because they have to be appropriate for CBS Sunday Morning, they're not that funny. That's why I like Willie Geist. William Geist. He's appropriately goofy like your uncle like he's like yes he travels around <laughs> and he talks to the weirdos and he's like you're pretty weird right and they're like yeah i'm weird he gets in the mud with them though yes he does he'll be like oh you love he's folksy you're he's into folksy. pie tins and then he's like holding both pie tins like uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if these had pies in them <laughs> that's that's the level of humor that's what i'm i don't need a sophistication exactly i don't need fast edits exactly i don't need well that they still haven't done that <laughs> <laughs> the fast draw guys do that yeah. they haven't been on in a while they may have heard my maybe they looked at my my suggestion <laughs> have you put this in the public forum <laughs> It's possible. Did you cancel the fast draw <laughs> no, guys? No, come on. Are you the Hannibal Burris? No, the fast draw guys. <laughs> Hannibal Burris. That's terrible because that means like they raped somebody. Uh, oh, honey. <laughs> because they everybody are... got there. You didn't have to <laughs> spell it out. 
Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The fast rock guys have not been me too. Uh, uh. That is not. That is not. That's what we're not. Saying. A, that's not our purpose. Here. You know what? My hope is they have. I hope they got a bigger gig somewhere I hope so else. Too. <laughs> They're trying for <laughs> fucking the mass singer. I don't know. It's like. <laughs> It, isn't it? It's funny that it's hard to come up with a show that this you know everybody niche, watches. This is the most niche comedic. This is the most <laughs> niche. Because, like, do people out there watch CBS Sunday morning? Am I the only person? <laughs> Under 70? Under 70. I, I don't, a lot of Gen Xers watch it because they grew up with boomer parents like I did. Yeah, but I did, I, well, my, my parents were greatest generation. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why. That's how dead they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're from a million years ago. They might, they might as well have been from Narnia. Um, they would watch. Although it's funny, I did end up watching Meet the Press when Tim Russert was the host. I would watch sure. Meet the Press every Sunday. Oh yeah. And then I tried to watch it when David Gregory took over, and then I just, it, it, I couldn't do it anymore. Well, Tim Russert like was so good at it. Tim Russert was good. I wonder. That's how it was in my memory. But I wonder if. By my standards today, I would still consider him. Here's the thing. What's really funny about Meet the Press is when they do like a, a way back minute where they're like, let's look at what it was like in black and white times. Mm-hmm. And in the old Meet the Press, it would be like five members of the press and one politician mm-hmm. as opposed to one member of the press and five politicians right. who get to say whatever the fuck they want. And they just say the same stuff over yes. and over. They and then the follow-up to... questions are like, really, do you think that? <laughs> Well, yeah, something I guess changed. Probably twenty four hour news cycle changed our access thing. The way that we want to have that, they don't want to. Nobody wants to go on a show where they're going to get grilled. So, I think that's why it it changed. Where it's like, we'll let you come on here and say whatever the fuck you want, (laughs) and that means you're on the record as having said it, right? And then people can make like David Gregory famously once said, "Hey, people are welcome to do their own research." It's like, why are you a show then? What's the point of you? I know. Would you like to know more about whether or not this guy's lying? <laughs> Go to your local library. I mean, like to even get like politicians to say anything real in the moment anymore is so hard. Yes. Isn't Good. that true? I mean, unless these liars. <laughs> Although I've been getting a kick out of in the past couple of weeks um Pete Buttigieg going on Fox News. <laughs> because I kind of liked Pete Buttigieg in their primaries. I was actually an early Pete adopter. Yes. And I was not, I was never a fan. Paul, like, kept trying to talk me out of him. And now I kind of feel like in your face a little because he was back way back when talking about things that are being talked about now. Yes, but in the middle. In the middle. He was talking about a lot of other stuff. He got he centralized in the middle of that. To yeah, try to he, compete with, I, I yeah, I look. We're not going to litigate Pete Buttigieg. I was not a fan, um, but it is funny that he goes on Fox News, and I because I guess like no, maybe nobody else is willing to. Nobody else says yes, right? And so he gets on there, and he just uh, he just like he confronts them on bullshit, and they don't. They're they're sort of taken aback by it. Yeah, well, he doesn't like confront them on bullshit as much as he's just like. 
yeah, I don't understand. Like he just like lays down an intellectual sort of argument for something. He he that keeps they his head above water with them. Yes. Yeah, that they can't yeah. like really combat or compete with because that's not how they're approaching pushing their views. They don't approach pushing their views in the way that he approaches spreading his views. Right. The way he approaches spreading his views is just being very, like, intelligent and honest and coming from a place of, like... He's a very smart guy. Yeah. He's a very smart guy. Yeah. Um, But you thought he was, like, playing the game or something. He he was playing politics so much and, and I think, like, trying to do, like, an Obama kind of thing and... And he said he had a lot of platitudes and, you know, he just went further and further, I think, uh, into the center. And it was sort of like, I don't get there's nothing here for me. You know, right. It was sort of um, it was I don't know. It was an interesting primary season with all of the people. It was also he he was a young guy who'd just been a mayor and he had some problems back in the in the town where he was a mayor that. Um, were troubling and you know um i agree anyway (laughs) who cares (laughs) i agree he wasn't he no one was a perfect i didn't think anyone was even the most perfect to me in a way like i i mean i did want to see a woman i ended up voting i don't need to say who i ended up voting for but like the most perfect for me didn't present well or someone who presented well didn't have the you know like it, it no one had all the boxes does that make sense? Yeah, no. Like, I was well, really into Julian but, Castro, and he didn't he didn't push himself out in front of the others. Yeah. You know? And For, I think he's, like, f- freaking awesome. I like him. I do like him. He's freaking awesome. Um, I, yeah, I would have liked, uh, uh, I voted for Bernie. I voted for Warren, and it didn't happen. And, you know, I, th- I felt like it was time to kind of swing for the fences. Uh, you know, look, we we both just voted. We voted for Biden. I was not psyched about it, you know, but it's... I'm psyched about it because I'm done with what we got. Well, for that's... Yes. You understand what I'm saying, though. I get it. Yeah. I mean, like, also, like, you know, it's going to be a different atmosphere, too, if the election turns out to flip the Senate. I know. That's going to be a different atmosphere. Like, yeah. it's not even going to matter, really. Like, yeah. stuff's, you know... I know it's it's, it's bumming me out. <laughs> Why is it bumming you out? Just all of politics right now. It's like we have this uh, we have this race that's happening right now for uh, city council between um, this really terrific candidate Nithya Raman, uh, who's running to unseat this guy David Rue, who is not a good guy. And not just uh, politically, but personally, there's a lot of problems with this guy. Mm-hmm. And Nithya Raman is a very progressive candidate. Um, mm-hmm. And she's really smart. And, you know, like, I'm not... I always think it's weird to be a fan of a politician. I do, too. Like, that's strange. I do, too. And it's too. like, you can't... You shouldn't let yourself... I think it's. I think you are opening yourself up to something if you let yourself be a fan of someone who's I in politics. I totally agree, because they work for us yes they are not like we're not and they're also politicians you know what i mean and they have and and it doesn't matter how pure your politician is 
Like if you're like, oh my gosh, I love this one politician. They're so progressive and this and that. They're going to have to cut deals to get stuff done for their district. And you're not going to like it. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're going to be like, they betrayed us. Yeah. And then you're going to be, and then all of a sudden you're sour as opposed to looking at it like, look, these people are civil servants. We need to like tell them what it is we need in our community. That's, you know. Well, we also need to, you know, it's all a. uh, We also need to what? uh, Get rid of the electoral college. Well, we do need to do that. But that's not, I was going to say that the, you know, you got to, it starts locally and you have to get. Better people in from the ground up. So you're bummed about that race, but what's funny I'm bummed is about the, here's why I'm bummed about that race. We're not in that race. That's why I'm bummed about it. Well, that's just where we live. I'm that, bummed we're about in a it different because district. I know. I don't. Oh, I feel you like... want to move to the, her district. No, I don't want to. <laughs> no, you're bummed about it. Well, here's because... what's weird. Here's what's I'm bummed about it because I'm afraid she's not going to win. Her district is such a huge district. It's weird that we're not in it. We're so close to it. We're on the edge of it. Uh-huh. Just about everybody we know in various neighborhoods is in her district. Sure. It's it's wild. It's a gigantic district. Um I'm bummed I'm just bummed about it because it feels it you know, it feels very hard to make progress. It feels very hard to make progress right now. I will give you something not to be bummed about. Okay. This election has already... I also don't like talking about politics on the show. Oh. It makes me feel weird. I feel very self-conscious. Okay. Because people get freaked out, and then they come after you, and they're like, David Rue. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm not worried about you that. You stupid neo-lib. You not, neo-lib. No, I'm not worried about that. It's, it's, it's that, you know, we're just... We're just us. We're just people. We're just fellow citizens. We're just voters. And we have every right to talk about politics just as much as anybody else does. That's how I feel. Exactly. But I also feel that this is an hour where we aren't thinking about that stuff. Agreed. (laughs) However, we are like... 20 days away or I know. 18 days away from this freaking enormously impactful yeah, I know. election. So like it's you have to be demoralizing time realistic. And, yeah, here's the I thing. Know. Here's what I was going to tell you. What's not demoralizing mm-hmm. early reports are predicting a historic <laughs> voter turnout. That makes me feel worse. Why? <laughs> because I feel like it's like. How does that? Not, I feel you like, want it to be a suppressed. No, vote? I don't. I don't want it to be a suppressed vote. But that's that's what they're they're trying to do right now. They're trying to make it harder, and they're trying to discourage people, and they're trying to um, uh, interfere. Make it so that pe- interfere. Trying to interfere. 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 And it's going to be a long, drawn out process. Even if it's a landslide, it's still going to be. There's all this other bullshit that's going to happen, and you know that it's going to happen. And I just, I, I just, it makes me so tired when I think about that fucking guy. I'm apologize that it turned to this conversation, but I also, honey, you don't have to apologize. I'm not what asking I want you to, you to, but what I want for you, I have a longing for you. Oh. 
And my longing is for you to find some resources to power through the period, the, this period that we're in. Because it's not going to lessen before November 3rd. And I'm not saying we're going to have like a special podcast episode on, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm saying it is <laughs> special. Look, we're going to do a live episode, election returns. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so blotto. Like, Listen. I'm not even going to be <laughs> like, I'm not going to be of this world. Like, I'm going to be in another. Oh, my God. What a weird threat. <laughs> Which you like? Think is- I'm gonna get some California edibles, totally legal. I'm <laughs> going somewhere else. Which, which on the night? Which longing do you think is stronger? You're longing for me to get resources to help me power through to find or, your inner resources, th- right? Not outer resources. I'm saying with I didn't yourself. specify. I'm saying the resilience. And I the didn't specify. You didn't let me finish my question. Okay, but you. Sp- Phrased it in, in in a way that I, I wanted. I phrased, I spit your <laughs> words back at your face. <laughs> Which is greater, my longing for blah. <laughs> You're longing for me. My longing for blah. To find the resources that I need. Or, or you're longing for famous daddy, Yusuf Islam. <laughs> for you to find your resources. Thank you, honey. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I tricked you into saying this. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. the moment you brought up Cat Stevens. <laughs> I made it a contest in my mind. Look, here's the reality. To here's the reality, and I'm going to lay it out. Mm. We are all <laughs> explain it all for us, Clarissa. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Rissy. Um, <laughs> Is that from the show? I never saw it. I never. Saw, oh, you. Oh, you think I was a big Clarissa? I don't know. I never heard of Rissy before as a nickname for Clarissa. I just made it up. Well, I don't know that. I have a creative brain. Honey, we're still learning things about each other. I don't know. Maybe this is the day I find out you watched all of Clarissa Explains It All. Uh, My point is, this is where we are. This is just where we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, honey. Good point. (laughs) My point is... This is how we do it. My point is, I watched Emily in Paris and you didn't. I watched a good chunk of it. No, you didn't. Yes, no. I did. <laughs> I watched a couple whole episodes of it <laughs> while you were watching it. That is such not... I, I would come into the room and sit down while you were watching and I would you do whatever I was doing. You were barely even cognizant of anything. They called her Le, Le Fluke. <laughs> that was one episode. That's right. That was one. Oh, I was supposed to list all the episodes? <laughs> Her boss hated her. They didn't like her because she barely spoke any French. That's uh, not why she, they didn't like she her. Had, they didn't like her. They didn't her. like her because she's from corporate. And she comes in here. She's going to change everything in their French way of life. The boss doesn't like her. She's having an affair with uh, this married guy, <laughs> the perfumier. Right, maybe you watched The them. most famous nose in Paris. She, uh, Emily, of course, doesn't okay. understand what that means. And then uh, she has this uh, this neighbor that's uh, the blandest guy you'd ever want to meet. <laughs> who eventually she has a thing with, but he's got a girlfriend. Who's like? Who's her friend. Uh, she's nice, but then they Kemi. eventually get together. But who cares? <laughs> she, her name could be Rissy for all I know. <laughs> there was a weird Gene Wilder guy. <laughs> Guy who looked like Gene Wilder from Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Wait, when was that guy? 
He was one of the guys at the magazine or whatever the fucking oh, company that guy, was. That guy, yeah, the advertising yeah. agency. Yeah, that guy. Marketing. Marketing. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> What's the difference between a marketing uh, and advertising? <laughs> I don't know. God damn. What is that? I, I guess know. the ad I guess the ad agency comes up with the actual content of the ads. Is it? Oh, and the marketing is like the strategy or something? Where they sell the shit and stuff like that? I is don't know. It? Ugh, gross. <laughs> we're so dumb. Do you know, like, in we're the, dumb. In we the, don't know. That's not why we're dumb. <laughs> I've, I'm glad we don't know. I will say, like, Emily in Paris, um, it got a lot of heat on line. Yes. Like, it was like, it was, but... There was a sort of like eye candy element to the show because yeah, fucking in Paris, <laughs> but also like it was like I guess like Patricia Fields designed the clothes and and it was Mrs. Fields designed the cookies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm just saying it was not amazing in terms of like a comedy. Mm-hmm. It was more like, uh, it was like reading a romance novel. Yeah, that's what it was like. Yeah, and I, I think Lily um, Collins is very cute. Mm-hmm. I think she's a talented girl. Yeah, she did a good job. I mean, it. You know, the character is not appealing. It's ve- for me. It's very tough to get behind a character whose job is social media. <laughs> That's not somebody I want to spend time with. She's constantly like taking pictures of herself and hashtagging. And well, uh, I and feel it's like, like you know what else is funny about it is like she's. It's supposed to be this sexy show, and she's mm-hmm. kind of a prude. <laughs> she does seem like for a young person. Yeah, she seems remarkably shocked by a lot of things. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, come on, you're online a lot. <laughs> When that guy said he likes American pussy and like you just like could not like I was Who like, said that she goes on some hot date and they're like strolling around and he's like, I love American pussy. And she's like, I'm leaving. <laughs> and I was like, to be fair, <laughs> why did he say that? <laughs> they could barely communicate. Oh, so it's like he didn't speak English that well? Yeah. And he was like, I like uh, how you say uh, American pussy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's actually really funny. And I'm like, come on. Like, you're not going to just like t- tell him to shut the fuck up and take him home anyway. I mean, just like say... <laughs> Like, stuff a croissant in his mouth and just get <laughs> through the night. Honey, that's racist. <laughs> is it? No. Uh, my point is, my point is, <clears throat> is, like, she's, like, apparently in Paris having this experience. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's, like, oh, I'm too uptight for this or whatever. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> And then she had like this asshole boyfriend at one point and I and then and that's when I like saw my own fate. I was like, oh, I was like my year in Paris. I would be like if I were 23 in Paris. Mm, okay, this is sounding better to me. <laughs> if I were 23 single in Paris and I ended up with the asshole boyfriend, 
my year would have been wasted because I would have been like, mm-hmm. I can fix him. Yeah. I what totally ma- what made him? Guy. How was he an asshole? I didn't. Even, he was this like, guy I never saw. He was actually pretty cute. I thought he was a little cuter than the than the drip who ran the restaurant. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> who was so there, fine. There was a succession of guys, French guys, who had weird hair where it was like they would wear their hair back, but then it would be so full in the back, but then also <laughs> short. Like it wasn't long. Right. It just grew out in the back. It was really, it was wild how A many guys had A lot of the guys looked the same. Yes. At, anyway, the asshole boyfriend was the asshole because he was a snob and he like, uh. he looked down his nose at her friends and he was like, you're not from Paris. And he was like. Wait, who were her friends? <laughs> well, to the nanny. Kemi. Kemi, the beautiful the blonde, blonde one. Okay. Who I, in my personal opinion, Kemi. The character of Kemi mm-hmm. was like the standout one, like the maybe the most interesting character on well, the show. Well, she was the most she was the most um, winsome, hmm. and had a very like kind of sweet and real quality. Like because right. she, you know, because she she wasn't like a like a wallflower, but she had a, just a genuine sweetness and openness. Mm-hmm. And her character, I thought, whenever she came around, I was excited mm-hmm. because she sort of enjoyed everything. Right. And there was a positivity there. That sounds nice. But Emily, who carries the show, her character is like very much um, a little arrogant. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, uh, like she'll get into scrapes. Mm hmm. And she'll be like, I can fix this. But she doesn't know how she's going to fix it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that is not a normal quality. <laughs> no, it's not. She also, here's what's, what's so weird is. That's not normal. I, and I feel like this is a holdover from 50s uh, uh, romantic comedies, like Rock Hudson Doris Day, where... A lot of them were set in the advertising world. Like, that was a sort of sexy occupation back then. Okay. And so they're still doing that kind of thing today where it's like, is that a... I don't know. It's weird to me. Like, to be somebody who is from the marketing <laughs> department... I mean, Mad- She works for corporate. Mad so, like, Men. she's sent from... Mad Men had... Yeah, but they were, like, the fucking nihilists. You know what right. I mean? These were, That's like, true. people that had been through a war. They were drinking themselves to death. You know <laughs> what I mean? We weren't supposed to be like, I want to be like that guy. I got to rewatch Mad Men, man. This is... So, <laughs> she is... She works for a corporate. Yes. She's sent to oversee this office or whatever. Oh, and... At the last minute. Yeah. Because someone else couldn't go. Yes. And and they were like, can you go? So it's like, it's a weird person to be expected to root for. You know what I mean? Right. It's not who you would root for. Like, if you showed up at the cool French office and they were like, this is how we do shit. Like, we don't come in until 10. We smoke a lot and we talk about sex. <laughs> that and then all of a sudden, American corporate girl comes in and is like, "I'm gonna whip this place into shape." And where da 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 da, you like that's the person in the workplace sitcom that is typically the enemy. Yeah, exactly. Right, like WKRP or whatever. Like exactly. Like yes. who is the blonde and W the DJ? 
Dr. Johnny Dr. Fever. Dr. Johnny Fever yeah. isn't the one that he's the one that you root for. You don't yeah. root for the corporate whatever. Can I say you know something? what I'm saying? Here's what's weird about that show. Wait, Emily or WKRP? WKRP. Okay. Is that the show starts as the story of uh, Andy Travis, who is a guy who shows up at WKRP, which is a failing radio station. Okay. And what he wants to do is turn it into a successful station. He wants to bring rock and roll to the station, right? <laughs> so he tells Johnny Fever, like, I want you to play rock and roll music. And Johnny Fever's like, great, because he's down on his he's luck. He's like, finally, yes. someone who gets it. But then as the show goes on, Andy Travis is like, now he's saying to, to Johnny Fever, will you please play the stuff that's on the playlist? Like, these are the popular songs. Play these songs. And Johnny Fever's just doing his own thing. And so he becomes like, it's weird. I have it's to a re-watch. weirdly subtle thing. I'm realizing this now that they did on this show right. on a half hour sitcom. I have to rewatch WKRP now. I think it really holds up. It is. It's a. I loved that show when I was a kid. And I, I loved. I rewatched it. it and I loved it when I was a kid. It was like KDOC or somebody was running it in the afternoons, like years ago before I met you, dear. <laughs> And I would watch it. It's okay. You can have a life. Thank you. Before. My year in Paris. <laughs> I would watch it every day. And I was amazed at how well it held up. It's like, it's real character comedy. Sure. You know? Which is my favorite. Yes. And ensemble comedy. Yes. It, there's no one like star. I mean, it yes. is definitely a ragtag group of weirdos. And that's what drives the world. Like yeah. you're, you're like, that is totally my favorite genre. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of TV, before we go, because it's 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 getting to be that time. Why? I know, honey. I know. <laughs> Who is making us? Nobody's making us. You want to just keep talking? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what people's appetites are. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I can't even believe people tune in. <laughs> I know, right? It's wild. I can't believe we're still doing it. I can't believe we're still doing it. <laughs> That was an accident. That was not. I know. <laughs> it didn't what it sounded like. Also, sometimes I'm worried if I'm ever called upon to play drunk, mm-hmm. I won't be able to do it. I just had to play drunk in something, and I think I did a pretty cartoony job of it. But okay. it was a sitcom, and it was like, this is all right. Some, actors, But I was, I, I like, as soon as I was done, I was like, ah, I probably could have done that better. Dude, some actors are amazing. At playing drunk. I want to say, Amazing. I, w- I will say this every time. The, some of the best drunk acting I've ever seen, uh, yeah. Richard Jenkins in The Man Who Wasn't There, Coen Brothers movie that people kind of forgot about. I don't think I saw that one. He does a drunk scene I think Richard porch. Jenkins is amazing He's of an actor, amazing. Though. He's amazing. But he does like the best drunk. It's so real and it's so funny. Anyway, let's talk about... Oh, wait. I yeah. want to talk about The Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, wait. Are you, were you done with WKRP and all that? Yeah. Watch oh. WKRP if you can. Okay. Find, find out where it is. It's a good show. Okay, okay. Uh, I was a huge fan of Haunting of Hill House. Oh, Paul, like, watched Haunting of Hill House last... Was it last Halloween that it came out, or was it the year Two before? years ago. Okay, so two years ago, Haunting of Hill House came out, and we watched it, and it was really good, and we loved it. I watched it twice. And then he was like, I have to watch it again. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Haunting Go, of... You do you, boo. Uh, boo because of Spooky. What are you doing? <laughs> and then he was like, then Haunting a Blind Manor came out, I'm and he so was excited. all like, 
OMG. These are the same people. That oh, my ghost. <laughs> <laughs> they made the Honey Hunts, and I can't wait. And, da, da, da. and I was like, okay, okay. And so we did watch it because of, you know, like October spooky it's time. It's the spooky season. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. The, I will say it's not as, in terms of uh, SPMs, spooks per minute, it well, is lower than... Slower spooks per minute. Slower spooks per minute. Uh, f- fewer spooks per minute than Haunting of Hill House. But it's very trippy, a lot of time shifting, which I'm, I, I, I'm not always a fan of. Right. When it just feels arbitrary. Mm-hmm. This absolutely, I felt like it was justified, and it gives you a an unsettled feeling. Right. Um, it was so well very done. Nice a lot cast. Of, very nice. It. A lot of the same people from like Hill the House cast. are in it. Henry Thomas, fr- who was in ET, he was Elliot ET. Yes, and you should look up his audition tape for ET. It's on YouTube. It's I've like never seen that. Studied it in acting classes before. It's just like, very... and he got it right. He got it. <laughs> I just like so pure. Mm-hmm. And it's so, um, I don't know, like for like as an artist, as an actor, like just to have absolutely no impediments yeah. to your emotions and your feelings. That is pure storytelling. Mm-hmm. That is storytelling in its purest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of children are very good at it because they're not they're not fighting against as many blocks yeah. and you yeah, know yeah, yeah. masks and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's just he, it's lovely. Like, I will have to look. And that he's up. become like a, a terrific adult. He's doing it. He's doing a, a, a an accent in this. He's so much fun to watch. He's really great. Everybody's great. It's and it's very emotional. I loved it. You I loved, loved it, it more than Hill House, or just, no? I, I like Hill House. They're very different. Yeah, I think I they're like very Hill different, House. but I love Hill them House the same. was like terrifying. Like you were like scared all the time. The Hill thought. House was constant like dread. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, um, and this is not that. It's different. It's it's different. It really it's makes more, you feel. It's more unsettling. More like I don't know where I am in time. And, yeah, that's. But true. but it's like they take care of you. It's not like. It's really well done. It's very well done. I did love the children in it. They were adorable. They were so adorable. Flora and Miles. I wanted to know about them, like, on the set and stuff. Like, was everyone was like, okay, it's going to look spooky right now. I think about that, too. But it's Where it's like, just... you're going to see a faceless thing. <laughs> and you have to have a scene with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like and they and they're like okay or whatever and they're like so game or whatever I don't know like I I just imagine that sometimes like how they how they achieve that kind of there's style. a great picture and I will post it of the the girl who plays the young version of Victoria Pedretti in Haunting of Hill House. There's a scene where uh, the adult actor is in a coffin, right? Uh-huh. And then when the father looks, he sees her as a little girl in the coffin. Okay. And so they're both on the set. So there's a picture of the little girl posing next to the adult actor in the coffin. And she's making like a, like I'm dead face. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. It's hilarious. I know. That's so cute. It's well. very cute. Well, they did a good job. Do you have any other recommendations? I guess we are kind of winding down. You know, 
We did get some awesome <laughs> pictures. People are ordering our merchandise on Kinship. Yes, thank you. Kinshipgoods.com. Yeah, and we're, we got more stuff that's, uh, that's coming, coming down out. the road. But thank you so much. I think that's we're announcing a nice new product hear. next week. Well, a little is teaser for the teaser. It is next week, I think. Yeah, it's next week that a new um, product. My only other recommendation is Open Mike Eagle, his new album. Yes. Um, You're oh, in I, the video. I want to get the... Shit, I want to get the order You're right. It's a three-word title, and I want to get the order right. It's on our Instagram, which is Stay Up Homekins. We also have a Twitter at Stay Up Homekins. We also have a Gmail at stayofhomekins at gmail.com. You can buy our merch at kinshipgoods.com. Send us pictures. Okay, he's got it. The name of the album is Anime Trauma Divorce. (laughs) Anime Trauma Divorce. Yes, and it's uh, I just uh, downloaded it. I haven't heard it yet. I'm looking forward to it. That's great. Uh, I have all his albums. He's a, a an amazing artist, um, and you can see that video <laughs> that I did uh, on what like maybe the hottest day of the year. It was not the hottest day of the year. It was the hottest weekend of the year. Yeah, it was the hottest weekend of the year. It was for for at the time it was the hottest day of the year. I think uh, it's been it's been beaten since has, uh, in a studio with no air conditioning. Yeah, but uh, anime During... trauma and divorce by my, Open Mike Eagle. That's my recommendation for this week, honey. Do you have a recommendation? <laughs> Do I? Shit. <laughs> I mean, nothing. Um, I started a new podcast today, and I only listened to one episode. So, is that really a recommendation? Did you like the episode that you listened to? Yeah, I'm gonna listen to more. It's about like this con artist in Hollywood. Um, we're not professional. We couldn't be on television like this, could we? <laughs> No, until they'd have all the shit for you. You know what I mean? It would be we would be reading a teleprompter. Okay, it's called Chameleon Hollywood Con Queen. There you go. You heard it, Chameleon Con- Hollywood Con Queen. <laughs> and uh, it's not like I am like I like endorsing the full series. Just know that I've only heard the first. This episode. is not a full throated recommendation. I'm intrigued. Let's You're just intrigued. say, yes, I'm intrigued because I listen to like a lot of true crime podcasts. Like earlier, like last year, I listened to um, that LA one about the missing actress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was that one called? Don't remember because I was <laughs> not the one who listened to it. <laughs> to live and die in LA. To live and die in LA. And that one was bleak, and but it was. Um, it was a well-told story mm-hmm. to live and die in L.A. I yeah. liked it, and this has um, it's it's different in a way. It's like it's about this con. I mean, like I'm not giving anything away. You know, right? Away. <laughs> you also only listen to one episode, so right. <laughs> There's only so much you can spoil. But what's so funny is like it's a very elaborate con. And unfortunately, it's targeted toward middle class, like journeyman Hollywood people. Mm. So it's not, you know, it, so it's more egregious, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I mean, any con is egregious. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they are preying on vulnerable right. people. Yes. And that aren't going to bounce back quickly yeah. from which from, really sucks it's and i i think a lot of con, a con where where wealthy people get swindled i think that's great <laughs> i mean i think cons are horrific but 
some people's lives are shattered. Mm-hmm. No, it's not just your psyche. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like if you have a cushion, you could bounce back from something. Right. But anyway, I think a lot of cons are are geared toward middle working. Yes. Because they, they take don't, advantage of people that. That's that right. Are, they don't are, have the resources at the end of the rope. Yeah. Absolutely. And they don't have the resources to to fight something, yes. you know. Uh, le- so okay, so, so provisional recommendation for that. Provisional recommend. So so, um, but what I can't figure out yet because it's unclear is what the con was. <laughs> like it's clearly a bigger story, mm-hmm. and it's like unraveling. So I can't wait for the second episode. I will also re recommend this. Sounds serious, which is the parody. Oh, you True love crime that. Podcast. People were appreciative of that recommendation Good, on our Twitter. Like, they this, really loved it. This season is about a Hollywood con, and it's really funny. Oh, it is? Um, and That's also, a fake con. It's not a real... No, it's, it's a parody. It's a, yeah. it's a fictional yes, podcast. Yes, fictional. Yes. Um, also, very quick recommendation for... Oh, my God, a double... I know, double we, cuckoo. We this is the longest up. episode. This is messed up. This is messed up. We're going off the rails. See, now you wanted to talk forever. I was the bad guy. Now we're both the bad guy when you hear the second cuckoo. I here's the thing. I just want to I just want to do good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh what's my wrong. God. I don't I know what's wrong. I just want to do good. I don't know what's wrong or right. I just want to do good. <laughs> I just want to do good. Uh, very quick recommendation for Teenage Bounty Hunters on Netflix. Oh, yeah. We are Great show. We're halfway through. Unfortunately. One I'm, season got I'm canceled. Pissed. Yeah. I haven't even seen the cliffhanger for season one, and I'm yeah. already pissed it's, it's been canceled. It's such a fun show. It's like such a great cast, and yeah, that's really a shame. For some reason, HBO is doing a season two of The Vow. I'm saying, why not, why not pick what up? What are you talking about? Yeah, they're doing a no, season two. No, it's got to be a different cult, right? I Oh, you mean like... Like Dirty John? Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story. <laughs> is it? Is it a different cult? It, the picture had the same three assholes that are on no. the case. No. I don't know. I don't know. What are but you I'm, talking I'm about? I'm saying HBO, pick up Teenage Bounty Hunters. We don't need to see any more Keith Raniere. <laughs> I would not mind seeing the jail part. Yeah, just him. him in jail. Just <laughs> What if he's great in jail and he gets them Wait, all to join I, next season? Wait, can I have to pontificate for five... Oh, my God! <laughs> five seconds on the Cuckoo, stand down and stand by. <laughs> it was all worth it for that. It was all worth it for that. That was the, that was the nugget. All right. That was that, the do nugget. Do you still want to pontificate or do you want to roll it over to the next episode? Just the vow, because people talking about the vow. Here's the thing about the vow. People are, like, dunking so hard on the victims of the vow. Yes. 100% can recognize the annoyance factor mm-hmm. of the victims yes. of the vow. Yes. Of Nexium or whatever. I fundamentally disagree <laughs> with... Focusing your ire on annoying people who were swindled. <laughs> yeah, I do. I here's here's what I will say. I agree that broadly, yes, you should not mock people who were in a cult 
because yes. that's terrible. You know, it's I like think it's kind of mean. Their brains were tampered with. Whether that's or right. not, whether Mine, or not, anybody's brain can be tampered yes. with. Whether or your not, your brain, whoever you are out there sitting there at your computer, being like, eh, I would never. Eh, he's yes. so ugly. It's very easy. Someone to say all can that. fuck with your brain, who is totally different, different angle, different. Yes, yes, yes. But people don't think that. That no, they don't. That said, I know that there are. Uh, I'm not as familiar with the with the whole story as some people are because there's other. This there's has been covered other dives. places before the the HBO series. Yes, some dives. people feel like it lets uh, sort of the stars of the show off a little easy. The people that realize they were in the does cult it though they're and, getting dragged. Online. Well, <laughs> no, but the sh- the show's not doing that. This show presents them in a certain way that opens them up to criticism. Yes, exactly. So the show, in a way, is doing that. Because editing-wise, you could make people look bulletproof. Well, I think that's what they... That's not what people are saying. That's not the issue that people have. The issue that people have is... This is too late to get into this! (laughs) The issue that people have is that these people were higher ups in this organization and the show is not, it's not that the show is not making them is not looking favorably on them. It's that the show could be looking even harsher on them. Anyway, listen, I get it. But when you're a whistleblower, you may have your hands a little dirty. Understood. That's very, that's well just said. how it goes that's with very well the whistleblowing profession. That's very well said. When you're a whistleblower, you're not sitting there in the corner with your Bible going, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Boss Man. Uh, my Bible verse tells me I can't do such and such. So, what happens is you go down the road of evil doing. And then, oh my God, <laughs> you have the epiphany, and you're like, "Wait a minute, this ain't who I am. I was not raised like this. I gotta pick up a whistle and blow into it." Uh- <laughs> and so, what happens is, you're like, "My hands are fucking dirty. I get it. However, I'm saying enough is enough." Yeah. I'm going to look like a fucking asshole idiot. And I will allow myself to look like the asshole idiot and also risk revenge from this psychopath (laughs) 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 to save future lives. Right. That's not nothing. (laughs) It's not nothing. Uh, Okay. That's my take on whistleblowing. Great take. I I agree with that take. He's saying that because he wants to. It's up. but I do agree. What are you doing with the? Mu- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're almost at. This is a preview of how we're almost at ninety minutes. It's a preview of how drunk I'm going to be on November third, but it's not really Duh. because it's going to be way more than this. It's okay. going to be a lot more. All right, <laughs> like no <laughs> no noted. Does anybody have a place I can stay? <laughs> some tinctures, <laughs> some gummies, some tinctures, vapes. What is I don't. This, I Red could, Dead Redemption. I don't vape in COVID times. Hey, look! I've said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> I don't vape in COVID times. 
All right. That is the title of the episode. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us at Stay of Homekins on Instagram and Twitter. You can write to us at stayofhomekins at gmail.com. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. We love all of you. Stay safe out there. Oh, I tip the catchphrase. I tip the sign off. <laughs> also, we don't forget be- to visit kinshipgoods.com. Visit kinshipgoods.com to get yourself merch. some merch and to see what else they have there because they have a lot of great stuff. Yeah, they do. Um, some, someone bought a vote, uh, vote shirt. Great. And please do us. vote. Yeah. Uh, make, make your voting plan. Uh, vote early if you can. Um, and we will all get through this together. In the meantime, stay, stay safe, safe, stay, stay sane, sane, and stay, stay home. home.